let her travel. Um, and she's been able to maintain level, but they're still down to from where they should be. So uh, continue to pray for her. Uh, Diane uh, Van is back at St. Joe, uh, uh, is, yes, has been at St. Joe's for, uh, uh, pneumonia. And, uh, so just to continue to pray for her. Uh, she also had a praise of the Lord though. Uh, some of you might have known that she lost the sight in her left eye. It has returned. So that's good news. Uh, they said that that one, uh, minor stroke that she had was probably the cause of that. And they said that there didn't appear to be any permanent damage and they figured it would return and it has. So that's good news. Um, just to continue to pray for, uh, all the fire stuff that's going on, uh, they're just, uh, it's just, uh, I've blown away at the amount of, of acreage, uh, I heard on the news yesterday. It's 26 times what burned last year, and last year was one of the worst years we'd had. So, uh, you can, uh, just imagine the smoke is traveling. Obviously, you can, if you watch the news, you can see that it's all along the coast down into San Francisco and then the Southern California fires, the, you know, LA basin and all that. But uh, they were showing how the smoke has traversed across the, the states, and it's actually showing up uh, in Europe. So uh, it just uh, it's that shows you how much smoke is going in the air and from these fires. And it's it's uh, the firemen. Uh, they're talking about these guys now 40, 50, 60 days uh, on fire lines. Uh, so need to keep them in prayer for safety and just strength and energy. And, uh, because of the fires in Washington and Oregon, there's no cooperative help coming in. So it's, uh, it's been pretty difficult. I, I was reading uh, the other day that there were several fire groups from Australia, uh, here in California. So, and from Mexico too. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the, the COVID situation going on, uh, it, uh, struck Kathy's side of the family, uh, her, uh, niece's husband got a, a bad case of it and her grandniece also got it, uh, huh? From a different family, but yeah. And so, uh, just, uh, keep them in, in prayer and, uh, just all the, 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 the difficulty that has come from that from, uh, you know, the people that have suffered loss and, and long-term health issues. It's, uh, quite an amazing thing. You know, it's one of these things where I, several people and I find myself saying that I've never seen anything like that, but neither have any of you. Uh, it's something to this generation that is, uh, uh, our equivalent to the 1918 flu situation and it seems like every every few generations something like this happens so we just need lots of prayer prayer for people to to stay healthy and i don't know i don't know your politics i don't know how you feel about it but i do believe that they're accurate when they say the masks make a difference and so i'm gonna i'm just suggesting to people wear your mask keep your distance and and uh do what we can to help any other 
uh, for earnings this morning. Okay, has just getting it to heal? Okay, let's pray for Grant then. Father, we come to you first acknowledging that you are the God of all creation. You've told us that we are welcome to approach your throne with with a sense of confidence that you will uh, give us the mercy and the grace that we need to handle the situations that we find ourselves in and around and uh, our health issues. And we bring them to you. We thank you that Kay is doing better. We ask that there would be a full recovery for her and a a healthy uh, blood count for her as well. And for Diane, that uh, she's getting better over this pneumonia, that it would be completely gone. And the infection that caused this is something that they said the, the doctors were saying might be playing kind of like peekaboo in her blood system, just hiding here and hiding there, and they haven't been able to just get rid of it. Well, we ask, Lord, that you would get rid of it and bring strength and healing to her body. Thank you, Lord, that, that the, she has the sight back in her eye. And again, Lord, praying for all the needs that are centered around the fires. We just ask, Lord, that you would be protecting all of the uh, firefighters and, and, and the responders there, but also giving people wisdom to listen uh, to the announcements that are around their, their properties when the fires are near uh, to evacuate and, and to be out of the out of the way of the fires, Lord. We ask that you protect them. Be with those who have suffered loss. And the same thing with the COVID, Lord, COVID, Lord that you would be with uh, those who have, have suffered loss and health issues. So many things that are going on around us, Lord. But the one thing we have confidence in is the song we just said, saying, you reign. You are in charge. You are never late. So we rest with confidence that the God of all creation, our sovereign God, our Savior, is with us through all of this. And you have told us that you will be with us always. Thank you, Lord, that we can rest with confidence in that. We ask, Lord, that you would be with us as we commit this service to you, cause the distractions of the world going on around us to be set aside just enough to, that we can focus on you for a little while. And, and in our singing and opening your word and sharing in communion. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, you're welcome to stand with us. He is our God and he is our king and he is in control of all things. All creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing. Hallelujah, hallelujah, thou burning sun with golden beam, thou silver moon with softer gleam, oh praise him, oh praise him, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, you are of tender hearts, 
forgiving others, take your part. Sing his praises, hallelujah. He who long pain and sorrow bears, praise God and him, cast your care. Oh, praise him, oh, praise him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All the redeemed washed by his blood. Come and rejoice in his great love. Oh, praise him, hallelujah. Christ has defeated every sin. Cast all your burdens now on him. Oh, praise him. Oh, praise him. Hallelujah. 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 He shall return in power to reign. Heaven and earth will join to say, Oh, praise Him. Hallelujah. Then who shall fall on bended knees? All creatures of our God and King. Oh, praise Him. Oh, praise him. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Who has healthy oceans in his hands? Who has numbered every grain of sand? Kings and nations tremble at his voice. All creation rises to rejoice. Behold our God. Seated on his throne, come let us adore him. Behold our King, nothing can compare. Come let us adore him. Who has given counsel to the Lord? Who can question any of his words? Who can teach the one who knows all things? Who can fathom all his wondrous deeds? Behold our God, seated on his throne, 
Come, let us adore Him. Behold our King. Nothing can compare. Come, let us adore Him. Who has felt the nails upon His hands? Bearing all the guilt of sinful man, God eternal, humble to the grave, Jesus, Savior, risen now to reign. Behold, our God, seated on His throne, Come and us adore Him. Behold our King. Nothing can compare. Come and us adore Him. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the world thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. When through the woods, and forest glades I wander, and hear the birds sing sweetly in the trees. When I look down from lofty mountain grandeur, and hear the brook, and feel the gentle breeze. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great. And when I think that God is Son not sparing, sent Him to die 
I scarce can take it in that on the cross my burden gladly bearing he bled and died to take away my sin then sings my soul my savior god to leave how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art when christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home what joy shall fill my heart then i shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim my god how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou Well, today we are doing, uh, beginning our, uh, well, starting our second of five, uh, sermons in our worship series. Um, last week we started, uh, well, actually we started with the question from the Westminster, uh, Shorter Catechism. What is the chief end of man? And, uh, man's chief end is to Glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. Now you think about that. Not just to glorify God, but to enjoy Him forever. Both of those being acts of worship, glorifying Him and enjoying Him. And, uh, as we go through this, the, the purpose is to look at the reasons we are glorifying Him and the things that He has done that, that cause us to enjoy Him, but not just because of what He's done for us, but because of who he is, we will enjoy him as well. And so we'll be looking at various things as we go through this. Um, 
we are made to worship God. That's the point of that, that confession. We are made to worship God. And we were made to worship God forever. And last week we, we talked about how, in, as we got started into our first message, uh, going from John chapter 4, verses 23 and 24, and uh, just to even, uh, again, read those verses this morning. John chapter 4, verses 23 and 24. The hour is coming and is now here. Jesus, remember, is speaking with the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. They've been discussing about where to worship and and uh, she's commenting, do we worship uh, on our mountain, Garrison, or, or on Mount Zion, Jerusalem? Uh, what is, you know, what's the right place to worship? And, and uh, so Jesus responds, he says, the hour is coming and is now here. When the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And in a kind of thumbnail sketch, uh, looking at that, God is spirit. Uh, Jesus makes another comment uh, at another point with the information with that would be that he is not flesh and bones. Uh, and that uh, here we are to worship him in spirit and in truth. For us to worship him in spirit, I thought was the easiest way to see it and understand it for me was that we worship him with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. Paralleling that with what we had been studying for the going through first Corinthians 13 with to love the Lord, our God, with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. And so uh, the idea is that this is a constant, continuous act. It's not in a single event, although we have specific times where we get together and other times. But it's supposed to be a, for lack of better words, a way of life. It's not something that we just do once in a while. We don't come and worship on Sunday alone. We worship all the, the week long. In fact, I, I, I've always found it amusing. You've probably heard me say this before, but I would have people say uh, it would be nice if our, if our worship services uh, our song service, you know, could be a little bit longer and maybe a few more praise and worship songs to get our, our hearts ready for the word of God. And my comment is, is that we should be coming to church ready for the word of God. Uh, prayed up, worshiped up, worshiping the night before. If worship is a part of our life, then coming to church to worship together is an added feature to that and another part of the enjoyment of that. But it's, it's something we should be ready, uh, even spontaneously to do. We don't have to be pumped and, and, you know, and, and I, and I was reading several different, uh, articles on, on, uh, worship. And and that was one of the things that they they were commenting was that you know going back to the the, the late sixties into the seventies and eighties the idea that we had to pump everybody up to get them ready for worship you know and, and to and and excited and and whatever we should come already in that condition so we come to worship with all our heart with all our soul with all our mind 
and we're to worship not only in spirit, but in truth. And the idea is that, that I saw in this was that Jesus is truth. His word is truth. And so we are to come worshiping through Jesus, personal relationship with Christ. Using his word as our guide. And Jesus tells us that the Holy Spirit will instruct us in his word. So it's all, for me, tied together. The indwelling Holy Spirit as our instructor, our guide our, uh, for us. And also the fact that if worship is something that we learn, then it's also going to be a growing process. I think that, that the idea of, 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 of who we, how we personally worship God should be something that uh, is something that develops over a period of time that things, God adds things as we see it more clearly. We, our worship becomes richer and more enjoyable and, and, and a greater experience. There's several areas in, in God's word that, uh, deal with the idea of, of, of worship. Uh, the, in Old Testament primarily is, uh, is the key resources of that. And, uh, the idea is, is to have worship that pleases God. There was an article, in fact, that was a, the title of an article written by Sam Storms. Uh, and, uh, worship that pleases God. And, and he was pointing to a series of Psalms, starting with Psalm 92 and going up through Psalm 100 that are connected together, meaning that they are interlaced. Uh, and, and, and going through this, I, 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 there, there's something that if you will read them in concert, if you will, that it's an enjoyable time of worship to do that. Very helpful for me. But especially Psalm 95. Uh, and so uh, I wanted to focus on that this morning. Psalm 95. And we've, we've sung almost all of it this morning. Uh, or a good portion of it. But uh, verse 1. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise. To the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his for he made it. And his hands formed the dry land. Oh, come. Let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our our maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. I'm going to stop there uh, for the rest goes into a different picture that I want to just stay and focus first on this, this section of worship here. There's an invitation that's put forth to us. Oh, come. It's a call to worship. Oh, come, let us worship. God's invitation. And it's uh, it's the invitation is to me, I can take it personally, or we can say, let us, we take it collectively, but it's an invitation to come and to worship, to worship God. And the idea of worshiping God is to have fellowship, communion together. And it could be, indiv- again, I'm going to say it, it can be individual 
or it can be corporate. It can be two or more. Or it can be a, a, a large group of people. It, it's, it's the worship is, is in all phases of, of our walk with God. So worship, fellowship, communion with God. And then he says in verse one again, he says, let us, uh, and the, the us at this point, I, I would say in a general way is the body of believers. Let us sing to the Lord. And this idea of to sing to the Lord is to sing from the depths of your soul. Uh, and so I, I, again, it kind of ties in with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Uh, sing to the Lord from, uh, from the depths of your soul. Make a joyful noise. And this idea of joyful noise is to cry out loudly. It's something that we're very intimidated by. To, you know, we sing a song, we'll say, you know, shout to the Lord. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not suggesting that we need to go and, and yell out the word shout to the Lord, but there would be nothing wrong with that. And there's times maybe with when you're worshiping by yourself that you might be that exuberant with your praise. Shout to the Lord and, 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 and proclaim him loudly. But this idea of sing to the Lord is from your soul and make a joyful noise is to cry out. Loudly. And notice who it says that we're crying out to in, in, in this verse one. To the rock of our salvation. The rock of our salvation is definitely a pointing towards Jesus Christ. He is the rock of our salvation. He is the cornerstone of our faith. He is, you know, it, it's the, that picture of, of the rock, the cornerstone, the Messiah, the Christ. He is pictured in this phrase, rock of our salvation. So make a joyful noise. Worship God. Uh, worship the rock of our salvation. And then verse 2, let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. With songs of praise. And I, I, I have in here, in, in again, this idea of, it's, it says here, joyful noise. Maybe I should have said that louder, huh? Joyful noise into his presence with thanksgiving, with songs of praise. Again, with crying out. And sometimes you can also look at the word at crying out again. It's something that's coming from the depths of your inner being. We're not worshiping just with our words, but with our soul, with our mind, with our heart. 